0: Young Gun, a podcast about Bryce Young and the Carolina Panthers. I'm Dimitri Ravanis, a Bama grad. She is Lauren Brownlow, the biggest Panthers fan I know. And unfortunately, quite some time ago, we made the decision to talk about a team or talk about the team by putting a microscope on their new franchise quarterback.
1: <laughs> Sorry. L- like the way you said that.
0: Lauren. Uh huh. This is. Uh-huh. Listen, I am not. <laughs> I have not week to week been somebody that is throwing my hands up and complaining that they have Bryce Young instead of CJ Stroud, like no, everybody else. No. This was an extraordinarily yeah,
1: bad week. Yeah, that was that was not a good week for Bryce in the old narrative department. Just <laughs> real bad. Really ill timed. Because, look, like literally, it has erased. Yes, everything that happened the week before in everybody's minds, because now all of a sudden I'm getting are there deep concerns because of what CJ Stroud did? And I'm sitting here thinking like, OK, if you want to say there's concerns in that, did they draft the wrong guy? That's one. But if you're, you're trying to make me panic about Bryce specifically for, yeah. for because of CJ Stroud. I just think you're looking at it the completely wrong way.
0: Yeah. I mean, and we'll dive into that more in just a moment, but um, you know, my, I don't think a serious person can look at it and say there are concerns because of CJ Stroud. Certainly there is jealousy because of what CJ Stroud yes, is which doing. I
1: understand. And it's- there's
0: definitely gel je- or not jealousy, but there are definitely concerns of will Bryce get it together? Will, will, bama bryce ever come to the panthers
1: and or can or is he even capable of that right. which is that's kind of my larger concern at the moment i just i mean all i want to say off the top is like if you're going to tweet me or ask me questions like that and frame it that way yeah. i'm just I, I it's hard for me to take it very seriously because like what if bryce had had like 300 and some yards and they'd won the game yeah are you still are you still tweeting me that if not then who can like bryce played poorly full stop yeah like why does it have to do with what C? like what if cj stroud had had a terrible game and so did bryce like what what's why are you asking it in that way it literally does not matter now that they have bryce right it does not matter what like i don't I, like good for them like i'm i am I hope they didn't take the wrong guy hope they didn't i yeah. don't feel like we can know that a hundred percent for sure yet i call me crazy but at the same time it's like if you that's fine if you want to frame that that way, but that's not the way people have been framing it to me. It's like, are you panicking about Bryce because of CJ Stroud? And I'm like, well, I never panicked about Newton because of what Tom Brady did. Like Why? I don't understand this line of questioning.
0: Yeah, I completely agree with you. We're going to get more into the CJ Stroud uh, day in just a minute. First, I do want to tell you uh, about graffiti. They are the ones that make this show possible. 158 East Cedar Street in downtown Cary. Look, on a day like yesterday, when things are going as bad as they are, uh graffiti is the best possible oh, yes. place to watch a game a, lots of alcohol needed not only lots of alcohol lots of great alcohol yes. on special you know about their sunday specials bourbon yes. pours 10 nine and eight dollars different levels there plus 19 tvs weekly prize giveaways weekly beer specials and axe throwing so if things get as bad as they were yesterday you can throw something deadly at a wall and it makes you feel so much better Plus, the staff there is always great and always takes care of us when we're there.
1: I'm not going to say anything about what I just envisioned for the axe-throwing potential addition. Frank Reich? No. Actually, David Tipper.
0: (laughs) (laughs) He does offer you a bigger target with his head.
1: Oh, 100%. Which
0: I think he would hate to hear us say, but must be acknowledged. Good. He's bald. Hope he hears it. Uh, Listen, (laughs) and as a man that is owned being bald, I resent men that just will not give up the fight.
1: Yeah. Not resent.
0: Like, I, I just judge them as weaker than me.
1: I think that's fair. All right, fair.
0: 158 East Cedar Street in downtown Cary is graffiti. Uh, we hope you spend next Sunday watching football with them. Lauren, do I even have to ask you if Bryce was too short this week? It seems like an obvious resounding yes.
1: He wasn't enough of anything this yeah. week. Just period. Like- he had,
0: listen, I, I want to I wanna give... Him all the credit. I don't know in the
1: what I, to be fair to him though. I don't know what height would have really done to help him all that much this yeah, week agreed. specifically. But yeah,
0: I would give him all the credit in the world for those two third down runs where he just yeah. put his shoulder down and tried yeah. to get Although that I was last like, extra stop. yard. But anything <laughs> other I than that was just bad. bad, bad. I mean, bad, bad. Look, there were times that his receivers let him down. That drop, for uh, sure, by that drop by Miles Sanders. Where yeah. It was literally in his numbers
1: when he finally decided that he was going to show up and be useful, this yeah. week, which is nice. And it does make me think like maybe he was banged up. You saw, you saw some speculation about that. Yeah, It would make sense. Although then it's on the coaching staff and not him right. for the way he performed earlier in the season. But like, yeah, I was like, are you serious, man?
0: Yep, you was... owe
1: us. You owe us a lot more <laughs> of those catches.
0: <laughs> Agreed. There was a, <laughs> there was a route where Jonathan Mingo ran, stopped, and if he had just stepped yep. two steps backwards, would have caught the ball and didn't. Yep. Those aren't Bryce's fault. Those pick sixes. Those, were,
1: those were early too. Like yes. yeah, and that's the problem. Like it, yeah. it devolved. It It, devolved.
0: it got so bad i told you after week one i had not seen him play that bad before
1: yeah and then you see it again lauren it's worse. i've not seen yeah. him
0: play this bad before Ever. This is so
1: much worse yeah this was really bad i mean i i like yes we talk about Bryce young on this podcast i realize i'm wearing a although it tastes it's a little ironic maybe yeah. <laughs> I, I definitely need some icing yeah you know so i it's look he wasn't good no. i mean, just the picks were awful Like, awful. Yes. A lot of times you can be like, oh, well, maybe there was miscommunication here, this, that, and the other. But, like, I don't... I didn't see a whole lot of mitigation when you watch those plays over again of, like... And some of the overthrows were bad. Like...
0: Yeah, there were two overthrows on the sideline that were ridiculous.
1: Yes. And I'm like, dude, you know? And the thing is, and this was my concern after week one, which, to be fair to him, he largely kind of calmed down Mm -hmm. after week one until now, is that when things get difficult within the game. I feel like it let it gets to him.
0: Yes, 100%. It, and
1: and it makes him devolve and the thing is with this roster as it's currently constructed, that can't happen.
0: Yep, this is <laughs> this is like the the classic case of he is not used to failing like this this often. You know, on on a team yeah, level yeah, and yeah. so it gets to him Uh, In a big, big way, there were times. Look, there were some, there were some of those passes that you look at and go, "Well, he was doing everything right." But I think that was the minority this week, as opposed to majority. And
1: the and the the problem as well. And this, I I feel like play calling has to play at least somewhat of a role in this. Is that you know this was one of the worst secondaries in the NFL. Like literally. Colts people I know are like DMing me and they're like, why aren't, why are the Panthers like this right now? Like this is a horrendous secondary. Why aren't they like max protecting for Bryce Young and just sending out a couple of receivers and gashing them? Because that's what everyone else has done to them all year. Don't know. Mystery. (laughs)
0: Look, Thomas Brown knows way more about what his game plan is and what his goal is than I do. So I'm not second guessing him, but coming off of the fumbled punt return. When suddenly the Panthers, who couldn't move we the ball, now have it. Never, uh, uh, yeah, in plus territory. Oh, I was shocked you didn't take a shot and try and build on the momentum, build your young quarterback's confidence, build your offense's confidence in that. Moment.
1: Seriously, make a make a big play. Yeah, do something. I'm like, I'm the meme poking it with a stick. Just uh, offense, do something.
0: All right, it has to be acknowledged. C.J. Stroud, 30 for 42, 470 oh, for sure. like, yards passing and five touchdowns
1: it was an amazing day plus plus when I saw the numbers and I kind of saw well to be fair when cam had a game like this I know whatever it's fine <laughs> I only say this because I wasn't sure if he broke Cam's yeah, yeah, yeah. rookie record because it was 400 plus in his mm-hmm. first game at Arizona they did not win though right. it was a close game though and you that was when you watched and you were like this dude is special like mm-hmm. I don't even care what he does the next couple weeks yeah we see it and when you have a game like that as a rookie It's, and that's the, that's part of the problem for Bryce, right? Is like even in the wins, even when he's played well, the stats haven't looked nearly as impressive, obviously. No, there are reasons for that. And we talked about some of them last week with, you know, him having a better offensive line and some more, certainly some more interesting weapons, some better utilized weapons at the very least. And, you know, I mean, so in that way, like, yeah, it, it was, cool to see that for him like i i've t- I've, t- I've talked about it a bunch i didn't know which one to pick like i probably would have leaned a little more stroud but then there's you know the whole and it's a dumb narrative but like the ohio state quarterback thing and right. you're like well look at justin Fields. i thought he was great so i don't know but like stroud if they would have drafted stroud i would have been perfectly happy i didn't have a huge problem with bryce young though like yeah. i really didn't but it, yeah obviously when you have a game like this it's almost like you have you've officially arrived you know
0: and and that's the thing. Like it was not just that he had this kind of game, uh, stats wise. It was the comeback. It was the comeback from the comeback. Like when the Buccaneers scored that uh touchdown to go up with at that point, I think it was 3532 uh or 35-33, something like that. Also, thanks a lot. Yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no. Thanks,
1: thanks so much.
0: <laughs> hey, that's a uh
1: Tampa Bay Buccaneers ruining everything. That
0: is a drug I'm trying to uh I'm trying to put in the rear view because the Panthers are are hard enough on a bad <laughs> spot.
1: Oh. I, yeah. And every week, I feel like you continue to be more and more um, in awe of my ability to receive pain. And, yeah. ta- and and handle pain
0: this <laughs> at the end of this season we should just publish every text message i said to you oh god asking why am i doing this why why, why like, are we doing this to ourselves <laughs> hello
1: like i put them i quit this team last year for my mental health
0: yeah speaking of uh justin fields uh it is a thursday night game this week against the chicago bears do we do we know if justin is playing
1: i don't know does I, it matter
0: yeah i guess it doesn't does
1: it, it, that's the thing about this carolina panthers team dimitri and I don't know if you want to get into it now, but they will find a way.
0: Uh, yeah. Let's press pause on that yes. so that I can tell people the midweek talk through, which usually drops on Thursday. It's going to come out on Wednesday of this week. Uh, my friend Taylor Dahl, who hosts the Making Monsters podcast, they do very similar to what we do here for the Chicago Bears and their rookie. She is going to be uh, on with me. So that episode drops on awesome. Wednesday. Yeah, I uh, I thought that this was a nice little crossover opportunity. Lauren, let's dive into what it is I know you want to talk about because this is the majority of text messages I received from you yesterday watching the game. This was the majority of your Twitter feed. Tell yeah. me what you mean by this is an unserious team. <laughs> I
1: mean, I would have thought it was self-explanatory, but I will <laughs> I will elaborate. This is a team that whenever anything good happens to it, whether it's within a game, within the course of a season, There are exceptions to this, obviously. We've seen them, but they will take it and they will destroy it. Yeah. They will destroy the good thing that just happened (laughs) through something completely, usually avoidable. Right. That's what they do. That is what the Carolina Panthers have always. And it's why they're so frustrating to watch, because like the fact that they even made a they act like they were making a comeback. That's part of their design. (laughs) Yeah. No, they want it to hurt you more. Sure, they don't very often, which makes sense for a 500 historical franchise, right? Or probably worse. I don't know. It's probably worse than that by now. <laughs> well, while you uh, now, I got to look that up. Now I it uh, know. Whatever. If 500-ish mediocre, more or less franchise with a few playoff seasons mixed in, obviously, like that is what they do. They just cannot handle anything good happening to them. Right. Big win, potential to carry it over into something more no we're just gonna uh for some reason no show against the indianapolis colts in a winnable game at home (laughs) the very next week oh we're starting to make a comeback in said game
0: oh idiot 472 all time winning percentage
1: okay that was close yeah but like it was it was a tone set honestly from the beginning of this game like third and one yeah bradley bozeman false start i almost threw something i'm like what like this, you have a third and one. How often have you had those yes, this season? But
0: yeah, no, I had Keep the exact same together, thought
1: together, girls. Like, <laughs> come on, y'all, get a hold of yourselves. Yeah, like you're drug getting kicked out of the club right now. Why are you like this?
0: Yes, uh I would, I would even add to that. On again, I go back. Oh, to there's that. more
1: I could, I, oh, no, I,
0: I know you do, but I mean, like, listen, there were like again, I go back to that drive after the fumbled punt and like that is that first play after the fumble recovery that's when chuba hubbard decides he can't get past the line of scrimmage
1: oh my god i know
0: i mean there was like again it's It's, an opportunity to build momentum that they cannot take advantage of. it's
1: a little bit like a lack of complimentary football of course that presupposes that the panthers ever have three decent phases of football at the same time (laughs) which is a lot to ask of them apparently but like That's the thing about it, too, that makes it so frustrating to watch them. One of the units will make a great play, potentially game changing play. And the other units like "Mm, maybe later. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think that's fair.
1: Why are you this way? Why are you this way? Like, I can't take it. It's so bad. I mean, they had an offsides on a punt (laughs) (laughs) late in the game. Right. right. You're at home.
0: These are (sighs) things that do not happen to
1: serious football teams, yes serious football teams where they act like they know how to win any football game ever yeah instead of just like taking anything good that they get and capitalizing on it and you know doing this thing some teams call it you can say momentum's a myth it's whatever i still think when good things start to happen for you they can build upon themselves it doesn't necessarily mean you're definitely winning the game but that can happen like they take whatever momentum they get and just like tommy boy it's the pretty little pet they right. just massage, they just destroy it. <laughs> they destroy it. Uh
0: there is uh there is an unserious uh comment that I want to address, because There's this,
1: still a lot of unserious things know, happened your, yesterday surrounding this football team for and sure. not only their play. Uh,
0: uh, I believe you pronounce this gentleman's last name Fournier at Fournier Coach. Okay. Tweeted. Um, and then he told us to go look at his tweet. That's the only reason I saw
1: oh, it. I did see your response. It made me laugh. <laughs> uh,
0: just think, Panthers fans. You had five opportunities to get Sam Howell. Then you traded the oh. franchise for this.
1: Uh-oh. Okay.
0: All right. I am totally okay with the upset of not having CJ Stroud. Totally okay. Because yeah. I could see that it was a razor's edge between the for two. sure. And it depended on what you were looking for. And this owner you were has chosen
1: wrong with quarterback. It's like, is like, that's his yes. job.
0: Yes. And you know what, Lauren? If he had taken Sam Howell, he would have chosen wrong with quarterback. Right. Because well, I, he
1: wouldn't do that anyway because it wouldn't have been if impressed his NFL friends very, enough.
0: Very true. But here's the thing, and this bothers me so much because this is, and Bradley, I'm not singling you out because no, you're the no, only no, no. person that said I, this. I was going
1: to say, I've gone back and forth with Bradley for years. Good guy. Uh, yeah, as far as I, I'm I sure Bradley like, is a great guy. Yeah.
0: I'm singling you out only because you told me to look at this tweet. I saw this <laughs> a lot yesterday. I am so sick of you un- serious unc football fans acting like because you have a quarterback that was fine which is one of the best quarterbacks in your history because you're not used to fine at quarterback that the rest of us have to believe he's great sam howell has thrown more interceptions this year than bryce young and i know that's only one stat but that is yeah. a pretty big one Right? I know I'm going to have to use a little Bryce head bleep a lot in this rant for the people at at Orange Sports. But here's my question. And this is my honest question to everybody that points to any quarterback, CJ Stroud included, but particularly Sam Howell, that says the Panthers could have had him. I'm looking right into the camera and I say this. Do you want, if you're a Panthers fan, do you want Sam Howell? Or is what you want Eric the enemy? Do you want Sam Howell? Or is what well, you want
1: a receiving core I mean, that includes? Some people might say both. I wouldn't say both, but I mean, the enemy. You, but you, b enemy you me, yeah.
0: b, we know B
1: enemy yeah, yeah. is a
0: better play caller than yes. what we have yes, right now. 100. Do you want Sam Howell or do you want a receiving core that includes both Jahan Dotson and Terry McLaurin? De'Ami because Brown,
1: pretty good too. Deami Brown, pretty good. See, yeah.
0: Listen, I, I would tell you that McLaurin and Dotson, either one of them, not even both of them, either one of them, would give Bryce Young a receiver that can get separation.
1: Yeah, separation's been honestly the biggest issue. Because Adam Thielen has been incredibly reliable. I have nothing but good things to say about the way that he's played. Yes. But no one else on this team has been even anywhere near as reliable at all. Like even the, you know, Mingo coming out of the preseason, like looking like a promising young receiver, all of a sudden gets, oops, I've got the drop And
0: last but not least, I want to channel (laughs) Dabo Swinney here bradley okay wow yeah and ask you this and and again this is the general thing what about the washington commanders as currently constructed makes you think their plan is for sam howell to be their quarterback next year you do not sign up if you are the owner of the, the new owner of the commanders you do not sign up to be captain of the death star if they are not going to let you shoot the big gun
1: Right. Right. Even if he were the plan, I don't know if that's something you would want for Sam anyway. But but here's the thing, Lauren.
0: Sam Howell is not going to be your quarterback next year. Ron Rivera is not going to be your coach next year. Mm -mm. You don't buy a team and look at it as it is constructed as the commanders are and say, you know what? Seven and ten forever sounds pretty damn good. That's not what's
1: going to happen. I mean, that's what it seems like they've been doing. It does
0: seem like that's what they've been doing. But you buy (laughs) a football team. Look at James Pepper. You buy a team thinking I'm the one that can do better. Sam Howell, as instead of Bryce Young, get the out of here.
1: (laughs) Okay. I, I, good for it. I enjoy it. (laughs) Um, I will say this, and I, I told you this via text. I think you're, I get what you're saying about like the, a fine quarterback i yeah. you know i he was a good college quarterback i mean definitely sure. one of the best they've had and i think some of the, the other part about sam that i think but he gives wasn't people, even considered the best quarterback no, in a draft that no, included kitty Pickett. no uh, yeah no i know i'm with you on that although i never understood the picket thing No, honestly, I don't but the whatever thing i would have like i would have personally had them a little flipped but that's that's fine uh the, but only because like with sam he had something that honestly like look at this year's north carolina team they don't always have in spades with their best players. And that's like, he was just tough as yeah. like, that was one of the tougher quarterbacks I've, I've covered. Like he would put his body on the line, even when being an idiot, (laughs) To do it, to make a play. He would do anything in his power. And he had some great skill guys as well. Like those running back, that running back tandem with Javante Williams, Michael. I mean, they're they're both pros. Like, and then those receivers, like including one that he still has in Diami, like that that was a really, really good group around him, too. Though O-line wasn't good. However, and this is my issue with the Sam Howell thing personally, okay, is that we all know this about Sam. I don't think it's controversial to say that he brings a lot of sacks upon himself. Sure. Like, I think even Sam would tell you it's a flaw in his own game because he wants to wait as long as he can and try to make that play. <laughs> like, that's where that toughness can, I guess, maybe sometimes backfire a little bit because it's not leading to good decision-making. Yeah. But he takes a lot of unnecessary sacks that are not... So you want to put a guy who takes, holds on to the ball too long, has a documented history of that, even going back to college, still does it in the pros, can be a little careless with the football in general. I don't think Bryce Young was known for that coming into the the pros. You want that instead. Like, I I don't, I I understand why y'all like Sam and care about Sam. I do. I genuinely do. He was super fun to watch. He took, he took you out of two straight two and nine seasons and, and showed you what, you know, good quarterback play looked like after, you know, it'd been a while, but I don't, like, I'm not, I, I I don't understand the logic here, like, from an NFL perspective no. whatsoever. And you I, might as you well know. be
0: telling me I wish we had Charlie Choo Choo Justice instead of, <laughs>
1: okay, well, let's, instead of
0: Bryce Young. <laughs> it's not that bad.
1: <laughs> like, I think Sam is going to have a long NFL career. Like, he I'm would sure be a fantastic will. backup That's to what have I was about around. To say. Like, I'm sure he will as a backup. Uh, do I think he could, like, step in and, like, take a team on a playoff Absol- run? 100%. You know what his
0: ceiling is? His ceiling is his current backup, Jacoby Brissett. Who could step oh, yeah. in and be a serviceable great. starter?
1: I'm yes. so happy for both, like for Brissett too. I love Brissett. Yes, um, but like, yeah, I was gonna say, like, even I don't know, it's like Ryan Tannehill too much, but ish.
0: I think that's a little like bit high, but I get your what franchise you're saying.
1: Guy, it's not gonna work. No. But like if that's the your backup, like you're gold.
0: Yeah, for sure. Uh all right. Uh listen, please like and subscribe. Even you, Bradley Fournier. I I yeah. apologize he, you got singled out. I do appreciate it. It's
1: it's not you, it's everyone. That's right.
0: That's right. You caught a stray that uh was meant for the larger uh UNC slash Panther fan yeah. base.
1: And I I told uh shout out to I think it was Treticus 33 if I'm off the top of my head, but he asked me, like, how do you feel about Bryce again was like considering what CJ did today, and yeah. I, I think I addressed the framing, but I just wanted him to know I wasn't going to dodge the question. Like I, I think the framing is what's off in the question, not addressing whether or not something's wrong with Bryce. Like obviously that was a lot wrong.
0: Is that the happening. one I? Uh, you know? Is that the one I replied to saying that I was going to block and report for hate speech? Yes. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> I stayed by it. <laughs> Please uh, be sure to like and subscribe to the show. And by the way, we've got a little Christmas contest going on. Lauren and I are going to decorate your home for the holidays, but we need you to do something for us first. And that is please go to whatever your podcast platform of choice is. And uh, Joe Ovia says uh, YouTube can be included in this, okay? So like, and subscribe to the channel, leave a rating, and then also write a review because that is how more people are going to find this show, right? That is what helps us. What helps you is take a screenshot of your review, send it to us, Along with a picture of the front of your house, so we can get an idea of what we're working with. All you have to do is be in the triangle, right? I know from looking at stats, we have listers in Alabama, we have listers in the triad. Sorry, this is not opening to open to you. It's got to be somewhere we can drive to. So take a picture, take a screenshot, send it to the OG Goes Digital at gmail.com, and we are going to pick a winner at random right after Thanksgiving and then we will figure out how we're gonna do this. We are actually figuring this out on the fly. So it could be, we come to your house and decorate, it could be one <laughs> of us comes to your
1: house and decorates. I was say, I, I'm happy to come. Yeah. Don't know how much labor I can give you right now in my current <laughs> physical condition. Fair. H- however, I, and I'm also very bad. Like I yeah. have a very bad eye for these things, but I will do my absolute best. Dimitri is very good at this.
0: Lauren, it is very possible. This could just be like, we'll just pay some money to have someone else go do it. Like, but <laughs> one way or the other, Lauren and I are going to decorate your house for the holidays. Yes. Uh, remember the email address, the OG goes digital at gmail.com. All of our social media channels, you will have all of the rules and stuff in front of you. So it is easy to find.
1: Does that mean we can do like lawn inflatables?
0: Lauren, you know what? That might just make this easier than anything. They, they do make a lawn inflatable that I really love, which is Santa in an outhouse. Um, because I really love the Christmas season and also taking a poo finally coming together. That's your,
1: that's the true southerner coming out in you for <laughs> sure. That's like, that's something you only see down here. Yeah.
0: Uh, let's, uh, let's talk about, uh, real quick, the Xavier Woods hit on yeah. Michael Pittman. Um, Speaking
1: of penalties, although I was not mad at them for that one. Sure. Like what Go a ahead, jo- what away. a joke was that penalty! Like I was sitting there in shock. I'm like, what exactly? Like I was expecting because sometimes in real time you can't always tell. His hit on Michael Pittman, yeah, and and Michael Pittman, shout out my fantasy receiver last year that did quite well for me. <laughs> so I've always liked him. But anyway, he hits him, and they both were like down for a while. It was a hard hit. It was a hard collision. Yeah. But he hit him in the shoulder. Like I I I kept looking. I was like, did I miss something? I'm like rewinding. I'm like, what? And, and then Gene Steratore, who, I, by the way, I feel like the NFL consultants, largely, not all of them, the referee uh, consultants, always cape for their dudes. And it's so annoying. Don't bother having them on if all they're going to do so, is defend a awful call. So like,
0: Gene was also, is also the... Referee consultant for the SEC on CBS. Mm. And there he does something a little bit different, which is whatever Gary Danielson says, he's just learned to say, yeah, sure, Gary, whatever you say. Right. And so there are a lot of reasons I just dislike Gene Steratore as a rules analyst. And yeah, yesterday watching the slow-mo replay. Yeah. When it's clear that it is the wrong call
1: right and that's the thing like i just i didn't understand that it it was a game-changing call yeah like literally they scored two plays later and everyone was shook after that like the stadium was shook they were pissed yeah the players were probably shook and pissed like because how do you i'm sorry wh- where where do you want me to tackle him yeah Where's the friendly tackle area? Yeah. Can you mark it? Like, can you do a circle around it so that we know? Like, I would have been shaken up too. Let's let's put
0: up the quote from Michael Pittman yes. Jr. after the game uh, here. This is what he had to say uh, with media availability on the Xavier Woods hit. Uh, quote, I think it was a clean hit. I would rather him hit me the way he did yes, than hit part. me up top. Fortunately, we did get the call and that helped us score. But I really think it was a clean hit. Sometimes you get got and he got me.
1: Okay. And you know what? Like, I respect that so much, actually, because like, it's not Michael Pittman's fault. Like, right. Michael Pittman didn't throw the flag. He didn't do an acting job or anything like that was legitimately a hard hit. Yeah. Like,
0: and I think this too, and he goes didn't have to, to say anything. So I'm going to, I'm going to compare this to the Alabama LSU game on Saturday night because Dallas Turner should have been called for targeting mm-hmm. on that hit that took uh, Jaden Daniels out of the game or Jalen Daniels out of the game. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. For sure.
0: He should have been 100%. Bama
1: and gets the call. That's well, of course they
0: do. We are. Uh, I mean,
1: let's be honest. Well, at least you lean into it. I appreciate No, that. for
0: sure. But the other, <laughs> the other thing here is like, but that is that was 100% roughing, and by letter of the law. And I think when we think of targeting, yeah, we,
1: targeting, I think people is so misunderstood. Well, by yeah, people. because
0: people assume that that must mean intent, right? Because of the name, by letter of the law, that was targeting, right? And rather than, yeah,
1: that's where it was confusing to me. Yes,
0: exactly. Yeah. By letter of the law, that one was targeting, by letter of the law, this one was not. I think in both of those situations, it tells you or it shows you if you ever had any doubt. These guys cannot process a letter of the law in real time, and by these guys, yeah. I mean the players, but also, also in the, the case officials, of the it's hard, ones.
1: right? It's hard to make that call in Sometimes real time. Sometimes they just think like something looks bad. Like, I think there was a play I was watch, uh, watching in a game yesterday where I think it was in the Chiefs game where like mm-hmm. uh, they, they threw a flag for PI, but like, oh no, it was maybe the Panthers where like two people ran into each other, yes. like, two receivers yes, ran into each other and they threw a flag, and I'm like. They literally just saw a receiver fall down, fall yeah. down and threw a flag. Like, that's bad. Yeah. That is a bad state of times we are living in because if they'd been watching, they would have seen they hit each other. Right. But they weren't. They saw someone fall out of the corner of their eye and the precious, like, offensive-minded refs were like, flag.
0: Yeah, well, and the, here's the other thing, too, is I wonder, I wonder how much of – the attitude you have to have for calling. They picked
1: it up at least, but still. Yeah, I
0: mean, like, I, I wonder how much the attitude you have to have of calling plays that are reviewable has seeped into the way you yes, call penalties. I think 100%. Right? Because the referee has. has been taught but that why? it is better to call. The game, or call the play in whatever way keeps the play going, for because sure. you can go back and review. Because then it.
1: you can go back and correct. But guess what? On hits like the Xavier Woods, it you can't. Yeah, and that's where it's infuriating to me. Like a play that important, I think, especially like a play that somebody could get like fined over. Yeah, and we're seeing the fines get like out of control. Yeah. We saw a fullback, a fullback. Bless the Ravens for still having a fullback. <laughs> I love that so much. Big Gus. but like it. It wasn't. It was somebody else. I think. But oh, okay. Either way, he like barreled over some dudes. Like he went. You know just this way yep. and he got he got fined $21,000 for that he pushed everyone in the end zone with him. it was beautiful it was full back at its best
0: uh be sure and join us every Tuesday night on origin sports at 7 p.m come on we we gotta I can't, have,
1: I can't stand this team sometimes we
0: gotta have group therapy all together every just, Tuesday night at 7 p.m by the way I watched on Tuesday night last week do you know that we are run like back to back like uh mad men in the old days so yeah. if you missed it at 7, we come right back at 7. It's beautiful. It really is. You know, just like Mad Men, one of the great treasures of television. Young Absolutely. Gun on Origin Sports uh, TV. Uh, <laughs> a Thursday game this week, Lauren. Uh, gross. Yeah. Uh, like, here's what's disappointing. I told you this before we started recording. Uh, I told you this at the beginning of the show. The Texans should have been the start of something. That yeah. game against the Texans should have been the start of something because you had three Easily gettable games. No, it's just all elaborate
1: ruse to make everyone think things were better.
0: Do we just need to make other plans for Thursday night? What do you mean? I mean, like, why? Coming off of this game, I just felt like, God, why bother? We're only halfway done, and why bother,
1: honey? You know how many times I ask myself that question (laughs) a year lately, especially in the Temper era. Yeah, quite frequently.
0: You just want to go see Killers of the Flower Moon. I haven't seen it yet. I'd really like to.
1: Oh. Yeah, maybe. Uh, are we going at like two o'clock?
0: I, I mean, yeah, that's that's the problem. It's a three and a half hour <laughs> I movie. Mean, I mean, I kind of want to time it immediately with the start of uh, this game because see what ends first. Here's the problem. Well,
1: you're gonna have to add like the 20 minutes of previews or whatever. I saw right. a Paw Patrol movie yesterday. By the way, two that is my lead in for the Panthers game. Yeah, I was already on the edge. <laughs> I was I was pissed. I was annoyed. It was so loud in there. It was chaos. Yeah. Kids going everywhere, just rolling running, running around. It at, at was the, horrible.
0: At the end, was Adventure Bay okay?
1: What do you think? No, it was wiped out. <laughs> it was destroyed. Oh, all the entirety of, of the pups oh. are now in uh shelters. Um <laughs> I mean, I'm just trying to find the most dystopian ending. If you, you,
0: if you, if a, uh, if a dog shelter takes, let's say, Rubble. He's the only good dog uh, in um, in Paw Patrol. No, I'm sorry. No, Rubble's not a good example here. What's the one? What's the one that is uh, a cop? Because he has like a, yeah, sure. He has a helicopter attached to him, right? Does the shelter have to take the helicopter or does that get like thrown away or donated?
1: Well, this one's all about them becoming super dogs with crystals.
0: Oh, no. I don't care. So, about getting that
1: superpowers. Okay. I'm not joking. The, I'm, it's ridiculous. Does
0: the evil mayor of the town over with uh, bad cats still exist?
1: Yes. He was in jail in the beginning and oh, uh, it
0: feels like that should be escaped. A, scandal a mad scientist
1: that invited the meteors to Earth somehow through science that I wasn't really completely following because uh-huh. I couldn't hear. <laughs> she got them the crystals to earth in the first place. And she was also in jail. So they hatched they hatched their little plot together, which was not that elaborate because literally the dogs just kept bringing them the crystals when they came to try to fight them. Sky, I'm sorry. And sorry for the spoilers. If you've seen it <laughs> or if you haven't seen it and you're going, but for Sky to be like, I'm just going to take her. She got her crystal stolen by the bad guys. So she thought, I'll take everyone else's power crystals and just borrow them and go get mine back. Wait. They immediately were stolen back. Sky. No one's using their brain in this movie. <laughs> no one. <laughs> except i was just like what is this why do you keep doing this you you couldn't protect your one crystal last time with your powers why would you bring everyone else's there
0: and it dawns me as you're saying this my son by the way my son was like six as paw patrol was coming on so i got a year of like hardcore exposure and then it just disappeared from my life sky is the one with the helicopter right hence the name
1: i think i think so she was the runt of her litter we learn a lot we get sky's origin story which no one asked for Uh, probably
0: lord do we have a scene it's not nearly a fun enough movie do we have a scene of sky's parents being shot in crime alley as uh the joker gets away
1: no we only have a scene of all of her puppy brothers and sisters this was sad sad actually like (laughs) being picked before her yeah like because she was the runt she she couldn't eat out of the bowl that was sad because she was too small to like get in amongst right. her brothers and sisters. So, I mean, once they left, obviously it was fine, of but she was still very sad. She literally had to chase after, is Riley, that's the human's name, I think? Uh, Ryder. Ryder, whatever. Anyway, <laughs> she, she literally had to chase after Ryder who was like, yeah, I don't need any puppies. And then he leaves on a snowmobile. She chases boy, boy,
0: the, was Ryder wrong about himself. The
1: puppy chases after Ryder and almost dies in the snow before she gets lucky that apparently Ryder had an accident and, like, he got stuck behind. And he's like, oh, puppy, you're stuck in the snow. I'll take you. I'm like, this is very dark.
0: I love kids' movies that are clearly just written by a Mad Lib.
1: Like, what are we doing here?
0: <laughs> I think I would be okay with being the runt of the litter. So and she's always to eat she's, last if I got a helicopter. She's
1: anyways. got a, a bit of a Napoleon complex, though. So, you know, she's yeah, trying, she's totally got something understand. to prove as the small one. So she ruins everything. Is there <laughs> another girl pup now? Uh yes. Okay. I forgot her name. All right. I blocked was, out a lot of that experience because it was quite unpleasant.
0: That was new since I last uh watched Paw Patrol. Well, see you next week, everybody.